This morning, I will be sharing on what I title, Seeing God in Everything. Seeing God in Everything. Hallelujah. And I'll take my text from Romans chapter 8, verse 28. I read it from the NKG and then I will read it from uh, TPT. In Romans chapter 8, verse 28, the NKJV version, it says, Let me go there now. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. To those who are called, who are the called according to his purpose. Take that again. And we know that all things work together for good. To those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. The TPT version, I like the translation. It says... So we are convinced that every detail of our lives is continually woven for good. For we are his lovers who have been called to fulfill his designed purpose. Every detail of our lives is continually being woven for good. You know like the Ashoki. You see different colors. They are weaving it together. To you, when they start, it's looking like, what's this? How is this going to look like? But when the weave comes out, you see a particular pattern and a beauty about it. So our life is continually being woven for good because we are his lovers. Lover of my soul. We are his lovers. And then we have been called to fulfill his divine purpose. I'm talking about seeing God in everything. And I'm going to weave everything all together as we go along. Definition of seeing. What does seeing mean? Dictionary defines seeing as the sense or power of sight or vision. The sense of sight or the power of sight or power of vision. So seeing is not just having a button in, on your forehead and looking at somebody. Like when, when I send my children somewhere and I say, go and get this woman, they can say, is it button that is in your eyes? Or eyes? So seeing is having a power of vision. And the power of sight is very, very important. Power of sight is very, very important if we're going to fulfill God's purpose for our lives because basically what you see is what you get. What you see is what you will get. You cannot see yourself poor, miserable, and depressed, and be otherwise. You cannot. Hallelujah. Let me read what 
a man called P.K. Bernard said. He said, a man, and I want you to write this down. It blew me up. He said, a man without a vision is a man without a future. A man without a future will always return to his past. A man without a vision is a man without a future. A man without a future will always return to his past. No matter how much he accomplishes, if he does not have a vision, he will regress. You will look at him many years down the line and you will ask yourself what happened. Therefore, for us to be able to fulfill God's purpose for our lives, it will be largely dependent on what we see. It will be largely dependent on what we see. What do you see? What are you seeing? Are you seeing hopelessness around you? Are you seeing limitations around you? Now, there are two types of seeing. People see in two different ways. By my own definition. Number one, those who see themselves in their limitation. Those who see themselves in their limitations. So their limitation has defined their presence and if not careful, their future. Because we say seeing is the power of vision. Those who see themselves in their limitations. In Numbers chapter 13, Moses sent out 12 spies. We all know the story. Or if you don't, I'll just give a, big, a, a brief background. God had promised the children of Israel that he was going to give them a land of Canaan. And so when they left Egypt, going towards Canaan, they got to a particular place where Canaan was not so far away. And Moses sent out 12 spies to go and view the land. Hallelujah. When they came back, 10 of them gave a negative report. Horrible reports. But two of them, Joshua and Caleb, came back with a different opinion about the same thing that they saw. Hallelujah. If you remember, these people went to sight the same land. And they did not tell us that they went in different teams. They didn't say, oh, um, one, two, three. Team one, two, three went to the north. Four, five, six went to the south. Seven, eight, nine went to the east. And then 10, 11, 12 went to where? The west. So that when they come back, they may not have the same report, right? Bible didn't tell us that. So obviously they went together. 
to sight the same land. So they came back with different verdicts. Hear what the ten spies said in Numbers 13, 26. See, they went directly to Moses, Aaron, and the entire Israelites community in the Padan, Padan, Paran Desert at Kadesh. They brought back a report to them and to the entire community and showed them the land's fruit. Remember the Lord had told them that I'm taking you to a land that is flowing with what? Milk and honey. Then they gave their report. We entered the land to which you sent us. It's actually full of milk and honey. And this is its fruit. So they brought a cluster of grapes to show that it is truly a fertile land. There are, however, powerful people in the land. How do you know somebody is powerful? By seeing. Is that not so? Maybe they saw people with muscles. And they believe that, ah, this person is powerful. The cities have huge fortifications. But you entered. Twelve of you. You were not caught. Huge fortifications. That means they were soldiers barricading. Because when you fortify a place, you not only put a wall... But you put soldiers. But 12 of you passed. They didn't see the hand of God. And we even saw the descendants of the Anakites there. The Amalekites live in the land in the arid southern plain. The Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites live in the mountains. And the Canaanites live by the sea and along the Jordan. That means that they had a field day. They were going from place to place. They were describing the geography of different places. Now, in verse 30, Caleb tried to calm them and said, no, 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 it's not like that. Let's go up quickly. We can take possession because we are more than able to do this. It's like, oh, keep, keep quiet. Verse 31. But the men who went up with him said, we can't go up against the people because they are stronger than we. 32, they started a rumor about the land that they had explored, telling the Israelites, the land that we crossed over to explore is a land that divorced its residents. Yet you meet people there. It didn't say it divorced strangers. They said it divorced the residents. How come you met residents there? All the people we saw. Oh, so you saw people. All the people we saw in it are huge men. You can see picture. All of them are all. There is no kure kute there. Everybody is a giant. And they didn't see you. When you were meandering around, strangers, 
and you even had the temerity to cut cluster of grape and you carried it across the fortification. Twelve men, they didn't see you. We saw the Nephilim, the descendants of Anak, come from the Nephilim. We saw ourselves as grasshoppers. And that's how we appeared to them. What a wonderful ability. That you will see yourself. And then you will see others the way they see you. It's a great discernment power. I thought you would think that people say, people think about you in a way. But you went into their mind in, and then you entered their eyes. After you have seen yourself, then you transported, entered into the mind of those people, then entered their eyes. Then you now saw yourself. After you have entered, you are still there. Then you saw yourself again. Then you came out of their eyes, came down, entered your body. What a great power to have. So these people saw themselves in their limitations and they created such an, an image that people could not but believe them. They saw themselves in their limitations. These were the same people who saw the ten plagues of Egypt. They were the same people who saw the Red, Red Sea split into two. And they were walking on a highway. And their enemies were being troubled. They saw the river close and ended their lives of slavery. You know there's a way that God can deliver you from slavery. Your boss will just say, okay, be going. But these ones, they saw the end of their bosses. As in they, I mean, somebody can say, hey, hey, don't mind it. That's the one that was serving. Sim, sim, sim. That is a chariot. I got cash on today. Oh, cash on today. He don't die. After they left there, these are the same people that saw manna fall from heaven. No. It's not different people. Then they saw water come from a rock. The same people. Then as they were growing, they were going for 40 years. Their clothes were growing with them. It was being laundered on their body. They didn't use any Taylor. They sacked all the tailors around. God was doing tailor for them. Then their shoes. You can imagine a little baby born at that time. And the small pompolum thing that they put on the shoe of the, on the leg of the baby was just growing as the baby was growing. In a desert. It's not as if you say, okay, ah, okay, oh, please let's quickly go to spa. And buy clothes and buy shoes. 
in the desert. You know, they, they, they just open one spa by the side of a desert X. When we pass that place, please let's remember to buy shoe. For 40 years. They saw the pillar and the cloud. The pillar of fire and the cloud. We're still talking about seeing. These were the same people that saw Anax, but they also saw all of this. They saw the mountain tremble. And when Moses came out, they saw his face shining with the glory of God that they can't even look at his face. So you have a 40-year walk with God, minimum. And then you went on a 40-day journey and you dismissed God. Every of those experiences paled into insignificance because you saw the one that saw you as a grasshopper. And you saw yourself as you are, as a grasshopper. Whether you're a male grasshopper or a female grasshopper, I don't know. <laughs> a full-blooded man. A leader in your tribe. An ambassador to Canaan. And you came back and said you're a grasshopper. They couldn't see any future. So they chose to return to their past. They could not see a future in Canaan. See the power of vision. If you don't see a future, no matter how much you have, no matter how much you are blessed with, you will return to your past. That's why we must see God in everything. No matter the challenge. What has God told you? What have you gleaned from the scriptures? What is the image that you have on the inside of you? Who do you see yourself as? A grasshopper or a giant? Pastor Tosi was saying last week in his preaching that, um, was it Smith Ugoswap or someone that said, I am 10 times bigger on the inside than I'm on the outside. Don't look at my size. I will floor you. Daniel, uh, David looked at the, at, at the giant. The same people that they saw. Somebody looked at him, a teenager, and said, oh, this one. Is there any... Is there anything that can gain from this uh, transaction? Anything? Anything for the boys? He said, ah, there's something for the boys. If you can do it. It's money and fine babe. Ah, when they had baby, say, okay, now let's do it. How do we do it? Quick, quick, sharp, sharp. We quickly collect this guy's head. We become a husband. Sharp, sharp. And not only any husband, though. In-law to the king. What a good in-law. 
week, he has deducted. But his brother saw Goliath. In Numbers 14, verse 1 to 4, after they finished with them, the Bible says the entire community had ah, the power of vision. You need to sell your vision to your family. As a husband, you need to show your family where they are going. You can imagine after working for 40 years in the wilderness, you decided to go back. To go and meet that your master. Maybe your master, is not, you will not go and meet your master's wife and say, Madam, how is that? After 40 years again. Now we, now we, we just came back to come and eat a locust and white honey. He said, ah, she be your God delivered. He said, don't mind that God, you don't mind him. Said, when we got to that place that we are going, oh, it didn't work. So we said that uh, if you cannot go front, the entire community raised their voice, Numbers 14. And the people wept that night. All the Israelites criticized Moses and Aaron. The entire community said to them, if only we had died in the land of Egypt, or if only we had died in this desert, anyone who died, not die. Die in Egypt, die in desert, is okay. Why is the Lord bringing us to this land to fall by the sword? She means all die, not die. If you fall by the sword, it's okay now. You will still die. Our wives and our children will be taken by force. Picture. They are seeing it. They are not there yet. Though. The battle has not started. They have seen themselves fall by the sword. Then they saw their children taken away. And their wives as prisoners of war. What a powerful sight. Wouldn't it be better for us to return to Egypt? So they said to each other... Let's pick a leader and let's go back. They saw themselves in the limitation and the limitation hemmed them in. And the only thing they could see was retreat. Let's go back. So your past, your slavery, your beating, your hardship is much better than your freedom. Now, we can look at the whole community of Egypt, uh, of the Israelites and say, ah, it's because they are young in the Lord. They don't know God. Mm, they don't know God. If they know God, if they, you know, they were just seen, like some people say, they knew the, uh, Moses knew the, Moses knew God or something, then they saw the acts of God. Moses knew the ways of God. You know, Moses wouldn't have behaved like that. You know, it's, it's a matter of spiritual maturity. Let us look at what brother Moses did. Moses, in Numbers chapter 11, I'll read it from the easy to read version. Moses, in Numbers chapter 11, verse 11 to 17, 
I'll tell you the background story. The children of Israel were complaining. Ah, there is no meat. We have not eaten anything. It's only this manna, tasteless thing. In that morning, something you didn't, you didn't work for. Ungrateful. You didn't work for. Ah, we're tired. Eh? At least, if it was in Egypt, where is fish? Or even some crayfish, or even locusts, we would have done something. This one, we don't have what? We don't have anything. It's only what God gives us. Ah, are we going to go like this? How can we continue? They started complaining. So God, Moses came to tell God, then he started his own part two. After he had finished complaining, God, see what these people are saying, as if God didn't hear. And I said, let us see what he told God. He asked the Lord, why did you bring this to trouble me? I was in Padanaram. I was enjoying myself. Kuma, I had a wife. I was a shepherd. If you cannot joba, you will joba. What did I do wrong? Is this sound familiar? What did I do to upset you? God. What did I do to you? What did I do to you? Why did you give me responsibility over all these people? You are a bad God. Ah! You know I'm not the father of all these people. Now me burn them. You know I didn't give them, I didn't give them to bad. But I must take care of them. Like a nurse carrying a baby in her arms. Why do you force me to do this? I didn't see a gun. Did anybody see a gun behind Moses? I go, say, so yeah, begin to go now. Begin to go. When God was showing him power and he was going to Pharaoh's house, he said, Bring out all your, your prophets. Bring them. Bring this. Bring Rod. Rod came out. His own Rod became snake. Swallowed everybody. Was doing like, you know. And the best thing after bread and butter, he was posing, he was shaking. The Lord said, let my people go. They were calling, hey, Moses. He forgot the time he was in superstar. When they were calling, hey, Moses, hey, ha, hey, oh. And I said, hey, why did you force me to do this? Am I their parents? Did I give it to them? Why are you doing this to me? Why do you force me to carry them? You should have left now. Why do you force me to carry them to the land of, that you promised to our fathers? It's not by force. You can't walk away. Nobody will arrest you. I don't have enough meat for all these people. And they continue complaining to me. They say, God, give us meat. I cannot take care of all these people alone. The burden is too heavy for me. If you plan to continue to give me their troubles, <laughs> give me a... <laughs> Shall we not to kill people? Shall we not to kill people in the river, in the direct river? Kukuma, kill me. Kill me here. I know they go again. If you accept me as your servant, let me die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you accept me as your... If you know I am your servant, just kill me here. Unless I'm not your servant. And I know that you have ordained me for punishment. Let me die now. And I will be finished with all my troubles. Does it sound familiar? Death is better than this. Ah, 
with all this trouble, at least we'll be, we'll be happy in heaven. Somebody just go. That's how some people are suicidal. When they've seen themselves in their limitation and their limitation has hedged them in, the only escape they can see is death. See, great man of God that went to see God face to face. His eyes were shining like a roro. The one that we tell God, eh, so you want to leave these people. Shebi, you say you are God. Eh? If you leave them in this, this desert now, they will say that you're not able to carry them. Now he's saying, Nami bond. If you cannot carry your responsibility, Kuma kill me. Let everybody work on your own separate. Is it by force? To serve Israelites is not by force. Look at what God replied him. Verse 18 to 23. God said, tell the people this. Make yourselves ready for tomorrow. Tomorrow you will eat meat. The Lord heard you when you cried out and said, we need meat to eat. It was better for us in Egypt. So now the Lord will give you meat and you will eat it. <laughs> See, tough love. You want to eat meat? You will eat meat. You will see meat, eh? You will run. All your teeth will collapse under the burden of meat. Is it meat? When the cattle on the thousand will belong to me. Is meat. He now said to them, see their punishment. You will eat it for more than one, two, five, ten, even twenty days. You will eat the meat for a whole month until you are sick of it. This will happen to you because you complained against the Lord. He lives among you and he knows what you need. But you cried and complained to him. You said, why did we ever leave Egypt? Oh, God has come again. Bros. <laughs> God, you like to proud, sir. You know sometimes they show yourself. Maybe you don't remember how many of us left. Egypt, let me tell you, there are 600,000 soldiers here, full grown men. You know the amount of meat soldiers we eat? Mm -hmm. And you say I will give them enough meat to eat for a whole month. <laughs> if we were to kill all the sheep and cattle that we even tere, 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 carry along with us, that would still not be enough to feed this many people for a month. And if we caught all the fish, ah, ah, if we catch all the fish in this sea, it will not be enough for the, all the fish in the sea. Ah, ah. 
Aife ni pe ni aife yon pe yon. Eniti o mo balon fo ba sheri. If you don't know the king, you will play with the king. A little boy who is a king to be, touch his head, you will know the full wrath of the law. You that God has taken by the hand and he was showing you great and mighty miracles. He said, hey, I'm down. God, you take show yourself. You too, they show yourself. All this, checking in, checking in, checking in, go to Alam. And we carry, we, they take proud. He says, we are not even talking of women and children. 600,000 soldiers. If we sit down like this now, land go full. If we take fishing net inside water, can be, can be enough. <laughs> the Lord said to him, Moses, in verse 23, don't limit my power. You will see that I can do what I say I can do. Moses was seeing the limitation. God said, I don't live in your environment. All this is your accounting. doesn't concern me. He said, don't limit my power. He now told him, you will see what I can do. That I do what I say. And I say what I do. What are you seeing? Ah, hey, hey. This one that uh, somebody has entered. Hmm. As to Jack Panio, as to Shekini Konio, as to look for. I went to the passport office on Friday to pick up my passport. As I was waiting, the Hukuma didn't give me. <laughs> They're still holding it. Come and see people sitting beside me. Hey, I was just any residence. Residency. Residency. I said, ah, see crowd. I said, oh boy, people are on your marks, set. <laughs> In fact, when I went to complain that it's been six months that I've started the process, I've not gotten it. The man said, hey, madam, we're still working on the December clinical. I looked at him, I said, Oga, people are better start more work because, you see, the crowd will be getting more. Hmm? People will be collecting passports. So don't be telling me you are still to December. People are coming. Children are adults. Even Kujia Kujia wants to go. What is going to do there? He doesn't care. Shall let me go. When we get to that bridge, we will cross it. But why are you doing? Why are they doing that? They have seen themselves in this limitation that they call Nigeria. And as far as they're concerned, nothing good can come out of it. Therefore. If we're using money to buy money, and you say this country is going to be good, oh, God, uh, they say you have power. We have seen it. Oh. I've been born again for 20 years. Mm, I wish, I've seen what you can do. Mm. When I was in secondary school, you helped me to pass my work. You're not kidding. It's not much. 
I entered university. I didn't have so much, but uh, you made the help me to graduate. Yeah, you know, anybody can do that. Uh, I got a job. Job, even man can help you to find job. It's not a big deal. But this one, you cannot. God said, don't limit my power. You will see that I can do what I say I can do. That's why we call him the Almighty. He doesn't need your jagaban or no jagaban. He doesn't need your obi or no obi. He doesn't need your atiku to bless you. He can face you like this and help you. Is that not the reason why your Nakada rider has become a senator? Hey! Kabasatayade. The one that will turn a beggar overnight and make him a ruler. Whether you like it or not, now you sabi is a senator elect. Go and drink Panadol. In the same country, you as a graduate with MSc, MSc, intending PhD. My people will say, Allah, but don't worry, and it's your The one that his destiny has finished like this, he will turn it around and make him something. I need you to see God in everything. The second category, those are the ones that see God. I love the story of Mordecai in Esther 4. Somebody had planned to finish them. Annihilation of an entire race. And he can do it because he's a favorite of the king. It was as far as they were concerned. It was a done deal already. They were seeing themselves as living corpses. They knew that he can do it. And the plan was already set in place. They just need a day. He sought the help of his niece, Esther. Esther was trying to do the responsibility. You know, you know when we had those politically correct statements? You know, you know, I just became a queen. You know, the king doesn't just... You can't just go and see the king anyhow. You have to be called. If I don't get called, I could be killed. But you didn't get killed when Mordecai was carrying your burden. I was helping you. When your mama, papa died, you know that I follow. You could have been killed. I love Mordecai. He gave her a fitting reply. In Esther 4.14, follow me. He said, in fact, if you don't speak at this very important time, relief and rescue will appear for the Jews from another place. If you don't speak, we will refer to you as past tense. He said, but you and your family, you will die. But who knows? Maybe it was a moment for a moment like this that you became a part of the royal family. That is the God who knows the end from the beginning and who knows the beginning from the end. So you think that your life is not in his hands? He's setting everything in motion. You may not see it yet. It's all part of the plan. 
Why was it that it was a slave girl that became a queen? Why was it that Vashti had to misbehave? Oma misbehave me. She has to misbehave. Because there is somebody who is planning the annihilation of the Israelites. And God has to be put a man in place to checkmate it. So you think that you have a problem. Ah, you don't know who God is. You see that problem? He has seen that problem ahead. He has gone ahead to put some things in place for you. All you just need to do is see it. See his hand. That's why I love that. I love, if you don't know that I love it in this church, I'm not a member of this church. One of my favorite scriptures, Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. To give you an expected end. You are not alone. Like one club will say, never walk alone. Because it is it's because you don't have God. And so you are walking alone. You wanted to be like God. Uh, we have seen the counterfeit and the original. So how do we know what you are seeing? By what you say. That's how we know what you are saying. Because your seeing is not vocal. But you see, as long as you see it, you will vocalize it after a while. First group of people who see themselves in their limitation, they will complain. God give you rice. You say, not get meat. God give you cloth. You say, now blouse, he give you, not be skirt. You don't tire for long dress. I don't know why God cannot give me skirt and blouse so that I can look like Pastor Shade. He did your body. Some people don't even have clothes. They are wearing leaf. They will be angry. And this motive, pow! Like Brother Moses. Now me kill them. Now me burn them. Look, God, I know you can kill people. Come and kill me now. If you know I'm your servant. Can you imagine? If you know that I am your servant. So the, the reward of being a servant is death. I thought the reward of being a servant, a, a faithful servant is glory. Fear. Fear. Those who see themselves in their limitation, they will, they will speak out fear. Ah, our children will be killed by the sword. They will give excuses. Remember the man at the, the pool of Beth Bethesda? Is it Bethesda or Bethsaida? Bethesda. Jesus asked him a question. Do you want to be whole? See, Ross, you don't know what's happened. You don't say when I hear. You don't say. In fact, if I calculate her now, it'd be like sitting at 38 years. Yeah, I don't hear. If I move like this, somebody has entered. Somebody has entered. That's how they hear. 38 years, they look at Do you know that he had been in that position five years before Jesus was born? So it can be a landmark. 
You know when people ask me, so where are you going? Mm. Bethesda, where are you going to be around us? Hey, you know that man who they sleep for that uh, bed. If you just pass, you know they said it's at five porches. That porch where that man they lie down. If they find me, now they are good. He has become a landmark. They ask you question. That man cannot pass Wayek. Do you want to be whole? Uh, it's not that. It's because I don't have, have any man. To say I get person. If only I had somebody in the place of power. Oh, that contract. Huh? I would have gotten it since. I would have gotten it since. But you know this country is man no man. You don't know anybody. You cannot go anywhere. Is that what God asked you? What do you want? I remember when, I think it was brother, I can't remember his name now. I always forget his name. The reverend came here to say, God said for your birthday, what do you want? Ah, in my mind, I, I didn't know when I said it. But yeah, open check. If God should ask me that question. What? I will just be talking, 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 talking. I said, hey, no stop. we're not stopping service today. I can finish, continue the the request in your office because I know it is a service day. Eh? They will give excuses. They will leave Nigeria, they will travel abroad, they will still complain. Ah, the taxes is too much. Like one lady, she I saw her on social media. She said, hey, you people in Nigeria, when somebody give you money, you'll be complaining. Do you know what we are going through? You started counting the money. Wah, 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 four hundred dollars. Tax. Only two hundred dollars now you remain for me. Only two hundred. Then I go send money to you, you go they complain. May God, I will not finish it. In my mind, I was like, sister. No, nobody will say you go abroad. <laughs> it's not us that you brought it on Facebook. She means you know the people that are asking you for money. Why are you telling all of us in Facebook that it is only two hundred dollars is remaining from all your hustle? If the hustle over there is not okay, don't worry. Just take your passport. Go to the ticket in the office. Say, I want a ticket to Nigeria. They will issue you. Come back and meet us. That's all. They won't call you. A, they won't call you again. It's because you are there. Come back and join us. Nobody will call you again. Don't worry. Praise God. What are you seeing? Because what you see will determine what you see. Sometimes when I get to the markets and I hear the price of things, the first thing that comes out of my mouth, I'll say, we will not eat sand. No matter how much you call it. I have trained my mouth. The moment I get there like this, I used to go to my 12. And I know how much I bought it last month. The moment they call the bride, they say, ah, hmm. hey, eh, ah, we will not eat sand. It will not get to the point where we will put sand inside pots and put it on the fire. The Lord of hosts will make a way. 
he will provide a way of escape. The second group of people who see God in their circumstances will speak the word of faith. Look at the woman with the issue of blood. Twelve years, everybody should have given up. She should have given up. Bible says she spent all that she had. She was broke. But she made up my, her mind that no matter, I will not die in this situation. I will not die in this situation. I will, there is going to, there will be a way. There is a way. She heard that Jesus was coming. Oh. If you, no, ordinarily when she's going, as somebody with an issue of blood, you're supposed to be telling people, make way. She's not care. She's not telling anybody which one consign me. Dark clothes. Dark clothes. <laughs> Today. If I not grab that cloth, if let them be hundred, I will push through. Medical doctors will tell you you cannot be losing blood for twelve years and be strong. You cannot be strong. So you can imagine the strong that she passed through. So much of the apostle had to tell you, Bros. J, be coming down now. How can you see somebody touch you? See the strong. So you can imagine the crowd of people that she fought her way through. She saw herself whole. And despite whatever happened, she was not going to settle for less until she got her miracle. She said it from the house. If I touch the hem of his garment, this thing that you are worrying me, I will see your obituary. And she did. Doggedness. Refusing to give up. Despite all that Job experienced, we can look at Job and say, hey, it was his fear that killed him. It was his... But he said what he said, I know my redeemer liveth. Cause God and die. No way. There's life after this one. I won't cause God anything. I know my redeemer lives. I will, I will stay here. Now you are going to go meet me. He be the Lord of me. But that I will cause God and then die. And go over there and, and, and have half measure. No. Ah, mm -mm. Call it work. Call it work. People will think you are mad just the way they saw him mad. But he knew what he knew. After he has finished messing up, you know, like Brother, Brother Moses, everybody did it. So it's not by maturity. Everybody can fall. But the Bible says if a righteous man falls seven times, don't stay there. Pack yourself and say, God, forgive me. You know, some of you can't Now, small picking. I'm not wise. We are. Carry me, they go. Jehovah, carry me, they go. My destiny, carry me, they. It's not you. You will carry me. I don't have anybody. It is you that will carry me to my destiny. You will carry me. Third people, joy. They will think you are mad. Are you just rejoicing? Hey, hey, glory to God. Woo, hallelujah. Woo, this truth shall pass. Glory to God. Hallelujah, glory to God. They say they want to give you a letter. <laughs> hallelujah, glory to God. Praise God. They say, praise God. You're right. Like my sister said, you're okay. Uh, you're not okay. They just gave you a letter. You say, praise God. Uh, something has melted. Something has melted. They begin to look you like, hmm. But when your testimony comes, hallelujah. I said this yesterday. 
When my baby died, 18 days old, in the hospital, the first thing that came to my mind was after all this pain and surgery, so you are going home empty-handed. Nine months with CS. <laughs> I went back to my room. It was early in the morning. There was nobody with me. I just walked to the wall and I said, Lord, I will not give the devil the benefit of one tear. One. One tear. Like this. I won't. So I just stood in my room. Glory to God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. One nurse came to the door. She couldn't enter just in case I tear her clothes. Madam, sorry, oh. It will be well. Madam, Madam, it's okay now. I didn't have time for her. I was just worshiping God. After I finished, I carried my phone. Come, husband, come and carry me. The baby has gone home. Did he pay me? No, you lose your own child first before you know whether I pay me. But I had a choice to react anyway. I could have fallen down. Hey! 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 Who do me this? Are oh, you mothers of the world? This is not good. I experienced it. When my girl was in the hospital, in Luth, one woman's baby died. She came in the night. She had gone to look for money. By the time she came back, the baby was gone. So they told her to go and call her husband. So they broke the news to them at night. Meanwhile, we, 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 we were there with our own different babies. We never even know whether our own self go make them. Because they were all in critical conditions. Serious conditions. Everybody, every one of them was in serious condition. Pediatric surgery. All of them, we had to go through surgery. And they were small babies. She came out. Hey! Hey! Oh, you mothers, you are carrying your own. Where is my own? I said, I'm making your own. In the middle, I, wailing. I'm making us feel guilty. Ah, this is not good. How can you hold up? I held Megan like this. Cold. I was cold from head to toe. And all I kept saying is, God, I did not kill this woman's child. And so my own cannot go like this. Because I didn't know what else to do. I said, sure. I'm not kill your picking now. Why did they cost my own? See, they've not even done something for her. We don't know whether, but I know they God there. I held her close. She was three weeks. And I, all I kept saying was, God, I did not kill this woman's child. A costless cost will not stand. Hallelujah. See, what the devil thought that is hard you, if he knew that it, it was just a stepping stone for you, huh? he wouldn't have done it. He thought he killed Stephen. 
Abby, then Stephen lifted the prayer and said, God, please, these people don't know what they're doing. Don't hold it against them. And he gave birth to a rebel. The devil couldn't handle him. Paul came out of the, out of the ashes of Stephen. Out of the ashes of Stephen came Paul, who was a more deadly opponent to the devil. If the devil had known, Jimmy would have left Stephen. Saul would not have been born. He carried him hand. He go carry slap for the best way go beat and pass. First to do. God replied him with a saw. Today, we are enjoying the Bible. How many of us remember the, the epistle according to Stephen? See where God is taking you to. It is so amazing. It is beyond your wildest imagination. Only if you can see God in everything that is happening to you. Because he's, he's not unaware. He is not unaware. He's got the whole world in his hands. He knows everything that's happening to you. In fact, from your mother's womb, he has called you. And he has a good plan for you. Plan to honor you and not to shame you. I want you to begin to see every situation. He has tell you, as I said, it's all part of the plan. He's working a good thing out of it. My life is a tapestry. It's an ashoke. <laughs> that God is weaving. When he's done, when the rope cuts, the weaver doesn't get offended. What does he do? He ties it again and continues his work. So, your rope caught somewhere. You thought that was the end. God is not done yet. He's still weaving you. He will join another one. He will join it. He will join it. Trust him. He will join it. It is a tapestry of his glory. It's a tapestry of his grace. You are the one that will give God glory. Your testimony is the one that makes men know that God is God. If the man, <laughs> it is a delay, it's not a denial. God is not, let me say like the Americans would say, God ain't done with you yet. He ain't done. Not at all. He's just starting. He's just starting with you. You know when I lost my job in telecoms company, it looked as if it was all over. You know, big girl, manager. You know, that kind of thing. I can't say make it a go. You will look at it and say, where will I get job? Then God, when God was going to compensate me, he gave me a job in a bank with a tear rubber motor that I would never have seen in telecoms before, before I get to HOD level. Hey! Tear rubber! Never been used before. But just by me. All the people that were saying, hey, they began to say, SBR, I bet me I said my CV. I said, wait first, wait. Make I settle now. Let me settle down. You know, I have to look around. 
I was in the bank, I used to manage people's training. And I will be, I'll be the one to process their training in their blood. One day, I said it out of the pain of my heart. I said, ah, you people are not, not nice. Even if it is Kotonu, they will even send me. I'm training, training specialists. I have never seen training outside this country. Even if it is Kotonu, send me now. They're not green. I said, even if it is cargo, I can enter. I'm not proud. If you say you cannot pay economy, it's okay, I can't do cargo. You know, I was just joking, but it was, it, I, was, I was hurt. I was pained. But I was just joking with them. Ah, you people are not nice, sir. It's okay. When God was going to join the tapestry, when God was going to join the tapestry, you know when you write your hobby inside the CV that time, like what? What are those things? And listening to that, we know it. You like reading, listening to music, and traveling. Those are the Trinity. <laughs> the Trinity. You always that, that's what you write. So you can be serious. They can look at you as a focus person. When they do me, do me, do me in the bank, and they wanted to push me out, and God saved me. I didn't go to Kotonu. I have been going on expense paid, exotic places. Singapore, India, US, Canada, Dubai, America. America, America don't become like backyard. When God will join your tapestry, me that I was praying for cargo, my minimum class is business class. Minimum. If I'm going with the company, if I go with myself, I will economize. But this was the company I was begging to even put me in cargo. And he looked as if, ah. I said, the first day I entered business class, I gave glory to God. I was in my own cubicle. I pulled it up. I said, Lord, the one you are blessed has come to say thank you. Because I know it's going to take me to first class. Oh. I knelt down. I didn't sit. I knelt down. And I said, Lord, only you could have done this. Only you. Only you could have done this. Only you. You enter PJ. You come down, they'll be treating you like, you know, when you, when you go with a king, you will get the honor of a king. As the honor of my boss, they will honor me. Somebody asked me one day, ah, what does it look like to be inside, inside PJ? I said, it's a plane. They have shea. They table. <laughs> That's all. I don't know what else you want me to say about it. But what was a big deal for people? has become common, please. There was a particular year we had traveled so much. I came to the office. One of my colleagues said, ah, SBR, um, you guys are going to be traveling to the U.S. in two weeks' time. I said, eh? He said, yes. 
before your God and my own, and I started crying. I was crying, crying. Did you hear me? I was crying. I was going to get per DMO. They are going to give me money every day in dollars. But I was crying. I was going to go with PJ. I was crying. Somebody will ask me why. I had traveled so much that year. I was tired. So I said, what? Why? Why? What? What? He said, he said sorry. SPL, sorry, sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. Before your God and my own. I don't go and lie down. They will lie, they will give us six months. They will disappear. Government will be looking for them. I go to the immigration one day. He said, um, Welcome to the US. When last did you come? My man was like, Hey, I'm in trouble. I don't know when last I came. Because at that time, I'd come three times that time, that year, into the US. So I didn't know dates. And for some of you that have not gone, some of them, they don't put, they don't stamp again. So you don't know dates you went last. You will service yourself by yourself. You will pass through the something by yourself. So they don't stamp, pow! Like your people will stop. You see dates, there's no dates. So in my mind, I was like, mm-hmm. So I don't know date too. I just said to him, no, without confidence. Really, I can't remember, but I know we've been here three years, three times this year. Uh, maybe about May or June? See me for me. <laughs> Guy, look me. Of course, they have all those records. He just wants to know. So I said, okay. Um, so how long are you staying? I said, two days. US. Two days. He said, what? I said, yeah. We just came here for a program, a meeting. We'll be done and we're going back home. I can't stay in your country. It's too cold. Do you know what country, what temperature is it in my country? 34 degrees. He said, oh, wow. I said, yeah. <laughs> Praise God. This is me that I wanted to go and fight embassy for not giving me visa to go to London that time. Tell him, I was telling him, you did not give us this visa. You did not give us this visa. I will never come here again. I will never come here again. Your life is a tapestry. You see what you think is big deal? God will commonize it for you. If only you can just believe. He will commonize it for you. Stand to your feet. You know, pray. I'm telling you all of this not to become braggadocious because, see, it's not my money. So I can't be proud. Then send me go. Not my money. But I'm saying all of this to you to let you realize that God is not done with you yet. It does not matter what your background is. It is man that looks at background. God doesn't care. He's your father. You're not a bastard. Irrespective of where he sent you to. No matter, see, if Nigeria sends somebody to Oman, uh, let me say, which of the poorest country, he still will not live like those people. Because he has a country that sent him. Take an ambassador to the poorest country. He cannot live like those poor people. He will live like the country he came from because those are the ones that sent him. You are God's ambassador. You cannot suffer like they suffer here. You are an ambassador of Zion. You need to know your nationality. 
see yourself the way God sees you. You are precious. You are beautiful. There's no like you. And that's why he gave you a proof. Nobody has your fingerprints. That's how special you are. Don't commonize yourself. You are an eagle. Don't stay with the chickens. See yourself soaring. And very soon you will soar. I want you to begin to talk to God. What are those things that you have, you know, you have in anger, in fear, frustration, you have left out? Just tell him, Lord, I'm sorry. He was emotion. I was emotional. I temporarily forgot who I was. I've come home. I've come home. I've come home. I've come home. Arabo shatama labo shatama yedeos. Eh brado shatama yedenese. Failing is not final. It's just a temporary. It's just temporary on your journey. Kabari satom renonde. Ike gongugu shushupradareso. Etonombre gededono susuprenenande yada. Oh Father, we thank you. Thank you, Father God. Oh, we see our rights. We choose to see ourselves the way you see us. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We give you praise and we give you glory. In Jesus' name.